I'll just start then. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Welcome back. Episode two. (laughs) Wow, guys, we've made so many episodes. Yes. We're really on a roll. Jericho, I think you should start us off. Okay. Literally just with that verse that you just read. Okay. So this verse has gotten me through a lot. And um, I had a conversation with Maggie a little bit before this and about the topic of prayer and this popped into my head so it's first uh it's the first chapter of philippians verses three and three through six and then nine and ten i thank my god upon every remembrance of you always in every prayer of mine making request for you all with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now Being confident in this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. In this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. And so, like, reading that um, in my prayer journey, like, praying for people, feeling the call to pursue god through prayer for others Mm. has been extremely challenging like it's not easy um but what we were talking about earlier is like we're not gonna pray for people we're not gonna pray over people when it's just easy Mm. and just because it's easy right like if their lives are going in a great direction and we feel like they're in the season of you know high spirits and god is moving in their lives Yes, that's that makes it yeah. amazing. It's easy to pray. Yeah, right? it's easy because to pray. it's evident that God is moving and that something powerful is happening in their lives. Mm. Exactly. And so, like when it gets hard, when you feel like you're yeah. praying for a tree or <laughs> something that's inanimate and refuses to pursue, like mm. or doesn't maybe doesn't even acknowledge that they need to pursue yeah. a higher source. Mm. Well, and there's even instances where you're praying for someone who means the world to you and yeah. they don't even know who God is yet. Yeah. And Ugh. like to walk the line of feeling um, helpless and trying to introduce God into their life, but yet trying to stay faithful for praying for them. I mean, yeah. that can last 20 years. You know, yeah. I mean, you hear about the prayer stories of Ugh. people praying for loved ones or friends for years yeah. and years and years and not seeing any signs of God moving in their lives. And like last or yeah, yesterday, um, one of my friends was doing a presentation in her class and she was talking about her heritage and like her great, great grandparents or something, her, like the grandfather didn't convert or didn't accept Jesus until he was dying. Hmm. And so it's like in my, (laughs) like the things that I've learned is like, you're praying because you one are pursuing God through like what you said, Maggie, you're entering his presence. You're praying Mm. into his presence and it heals you. It like shows you everything around you. you. Yeah, it does. It really does. Like there's no one on this earth that I trust like with my heart, with my mind as much as I do God, because he is perfect. He's all knowing. Like I I, like, that's where I feel safe. Mm -hmm. And so like in praying for people, um, it's like, so you're in the presence of God. That's what you're pursuing. And also who knows what's going to happen? Like mm. that's not your goal necessarily right, right, right. to find out what the end result is. Right. Right. Yeah. No. When I was younger, 
I don't remember when, but one of my family lived in Colorado. I'm sure, you, have you guys heard of Pavel Goya? Yes. So he's this, like, <laughs> Romani, Romanian pastor, and he has such an amazing book called One Miracle After Another. Anyways, but he spoke at Campion Academy Church. Oh, wow. And, like, my parents know him and stuff like this, and I just remember my mom even just, like, quoting this to me, like, for years, and I never understood it because, like, as a child, I think your mindset on prayer is, like, okay, God, I want this. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I'd lose something. Jesus, please. Yes. Don't be no, for real. It. It's my like pink lipstick <laughs> no, under my bed. No, literally. I'm, like, no, literally. <laughs> and so like he said, he's like, you don't pray to get answers. You pray to get God. Oh, and I never, <laughs> you don't pray to get answers. You pray to get God. And I never understood that because I definitely have lived uh, praying to get answers life before and I think if sometimes I'm being honest with myself like I still even do mm-hmm. you know just like yeah. and I think for a lot of, a really long time in my life it was like really centered around school like god this quiz come on like come through like mm-hmm. help me with this you know what I mean and um but I really think that what prayer does is like God's going to move in your life whether you're looking for him or not if you're mm-hmm. being honest because he's mm-hmm. just that good like hmm. he is just that yeah, good. Yeah. He's not going to withhold. While we were yet sinners. Yes. He came in. While we us. were yet yep. sinners. Like in our sin, in our sin now, like God is going to bless you if you see it or not. What yeah. prayer mm-hmm. does is it says. Opens your eyes to it. Even. Yeah. It says, God, I'm going to actively look for you. Yeah. Like I'm going to actively seek your face. And then it just makes it so much more real. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think another thing, this is like a thought I had Jericho while you're like saying stuff about like your prayer journey is I think a lot of the times like we allow our emotions to like kind of direct us in certain Mm -hmm. aspects like Mm -hmm. I've done this so much and still do and I think what happens is like we allow our emotions to like direct our relationship with God too Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like we come off of those like spiritual highs or like we really feel God at vespers or like but I think prayer is an act of faith because you have to pray when you're not feeling it Mm -hmm. like you have to pray when yeah like nothing is going your way like there's nothing else you can do but pray yes prayer is not always going to be the like emotional come to Jesus yes yes those those are precious I mean the moment where I've been in my car just like right sobbing yeah (laughs) just giving my heart to Jesus but then there's also moments where you sit down and you say okay like I'm here to pray. I'm right. here to seek right. Jesus' face. And you may not feel right. that yeah. overwhelming sense. Right. And yet you have to trust that like he is listening. He mm. does hear. He does care. And you know what? It's interesting because at the same time, I don't think I've ever ended a prayer. I think I've begun prayers many mm. times feeling really disconnected from God. But I don't know that I've ever ended a prayer um, not knowing that God God did come through for me Mm. in ways. It was more evident than others sometimes, but at the same time, I think Jesus has been faithful. Like when we choose to seek his face, he seeks, he has been Mm. seeking us the whole time. Mm -hmm. And so when you start to seek his face, I don't think that there have been moments where I've truly doubted that he was Mm. there. Yeah. I mean, I have like last year when I was abroad, that was such a spiritual, like, war (laughs) I I, like it was it was coming from a summer where I was just so 
that's where that's when my prayer journey started so I'm learning all these things about prayer and God and and the way that he's working through me but then um for about four months there it was like I didn't feel his presence I didn't Mm. feel him but and and like I remember solo traveling to London and I like had a like it was in my hotel room and I was like I felt so anxious because I didn't Mm. feel Mm. him and I sat in my bed and I prayed for two hours and I was like God like I do not feel you but I know you are here Mm. and so there's no doubt but there's no feeling there's like you there's sometimes in your walk where you're just like okay God I don't really hear what you're saying to me right, right, and it's right, not necessarily right, right you know because like I'm not yeah. trying to seek him but sometimes right. he is silent because right. you're like right. going through something mm. where you need to hold on to him Mercy. and so it's like so many people need to hear that of, <laughs> of if you are not feeling the presence of God it does not reflect on how much you believe in him yeah like you can know that he exists you can have yeah. questions and you can also not feel his presence yeah. and it it is not a direct reflection of how much you love God. Like yeah. you in that moment, you knew God existed. Mm-hmm. Obviously you had tons of questions like, God, why have I not felt you for the last four months? Yeah. But you are able to come to the foot of cross with those questions and mm-hmm. not feel guilty yeah. about mm-hmm. it. It's like I could step out in confidence in who I am and what God has spoken over me and continues to speak over me every single day because mm-hmm. his promises are already placed on our life yes and Mm. so after that I felt such peace and that's kind of what I was praying for like God I may not necessarily feel you the way I did four months ago but like give me peace that's all I want right now give me peace I know you are here and like going through the Bible and claiming each one of those verses that he speaks over you Mm. and um and I did feel peace and I was like yes like oh my gosh this is so great but um and and I talked to one of my friends about this and it, and he was kind of going through the, through the same thing and looking back um because I think when you surrender to God um there is something that I prayed and I prayed like God break my heart for what breaks yours hmm. and that is such a powerful prayer if you really think about it and break it down because what what breaks God's heart like so much like your eyes are open to pain and suffering and like anxiety and all these Mm. strong emotions that I've never experienced to that level before and I think like my friend um he was going through the same thing and like he was just like God (laughs) claiming him but he hadn't really heard anything and because I also think that God connects people's hearts and minds in a way that nothing else can through his mm-hmm. love and through him, yes. his spirit. 100%. Like, I don't know, maybe, maybe it was one of those things where I was feeling kind of what my friend was going through in, in a way. And like, all I know is that season taught me so much about faith. I'm not exactly sure exactly what the goal was or what was happening necessarily but the fact you're not gifted the view of the grand picture exactly and and that's okay um but yeah like that prayer break my heart for what breaks yours god is you once you pray that you'll begin your eyes are opened like you you just it's such a powerful prayer like you go through it 
Um, mm-hmm. Because I think when you pray that prayer, you become more aware of what's going on in your life, what's going on in everyone else's life. And mm-hmm. like, that's when you just really got to cling on to God. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was such a powerful experience, but that's yeah. so good. Then the not necessarily yeah. feeling, but stepping out in confidence mm-hmm. that he's there. Yeah. I feel like another, another theme that we've talked about with our prayer journeys that I think we both relate to here in your journey is that like you probably started out seeking God for answers to like, why, why am I here in this moment? God, why, why has my journey led to this? And where is it going to where God must have been trying to teach you something about faith, where it, where you finally got to the point where you just said, Jesus, I just want to be with you. Mm. I just want to have a heart like Mm. you. And it was at that moment where that was like the connecting moment for you and God, where your prayer changed from God lead, God give me answers, please answer all these questions to, I just want your heart, God. Mm, And it was like in that moment that you felt closer to God because your prayer changed from answers Hmm. to, I want your heart, Jesus. And yeah, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just going to reaffirm what you said because recently I've been going through a little bit of a tough time but no worries and um right how about you yes yes gotta love it but like when I was going through it my mom told me she's like Maggie stop seeking answers and start seeking God Mm -hmm. and I went to my bible every single time all right God I'm gonna open your word like what do you have for me trying to find a promise instead of just simply just finding God and I felt like as soon as I like was like okay God like only you like only you is what I want like let's strip everything away Mm -hmm. only you and I just felt like God Jesus was like mighty I'm with you Mm. you know and I just started like picturing like so many different places I've been in my life which honestly isn't that many because I'm not very old but (laughs) I just felt like from the very first time I've really felt like God like showed up for me and I felt like I experienced God like he was with me there and he's with me now and he's not gonna leave me and I think sometimes we believe in this God and we don't even do it purposefully that's the thing like for me I felt like it was so subconscious that I was like okay if I can only do the right thing Mm -hmm. like if I can only do the right like God just tell me the exact right thing and I'll do it like no questions asked like I can do that for you just give me that a hundred percent like clouds in the sky Maggie go here or Maggie do this for your major Mm -hmm. then I'll do it but I think like Katie what you said that one time like God doesn't give us a clear yes or no answer because that wouldn't like involve full dependency or full faith on him and here's the thing I heard I don't remember where I heard this but I heard this like sermon or this podcast I don't know and it was talking about like Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the spiritually poor. And if we're being honest, we're all spiritually poor. And you know what's so beautiful about that is we need God, Mm -hmm. you know, and it calls us into prayer and it calls us to be like fully dependent on who he is. And it's such an opposite picture of what the world paints, because like, I think we live in a society that praises um, independence. Like Mm. you think about how people lived, you know, a hundred years ago. 
it was so communal. Like everyone leaned on each other. Everyone, yeah, very close. I mean, you yeah. couldn't. You needed help to go feed your cows. You need, like, <laughs> you know, people. Just the yeah. way life worked. You yeah. went into town, and everyone knew each other and was dependent on each other. And now you live in a world where being able to do your life on your own mm-hmm. is the highest level of success. Oh yeah. And so what you're talking about is almost this like beauty of mm, dependence. Yes. Like yes, the yes, gift yes. of needing God, right. which is right. so anti right. yes. anti wow. now in wow. that, you know, we mm. are preached mm-hmm. this independence of, yeah, let's be independent girls. I don't need nobody. Right. 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 And then it's like, when we have that deep feeling of needing somebody, now we think something's wrong with us and it, oh my goodness, mm. we're such failures because we need someone. God built you with a need for him, you know, yeah. like those feelings of needing support and love is, that is not a failure on your part of trying to be an independent <laughs> girl. Like yeah. you were created with that need for God because yes. you're missing him. Yeah. Like you have this gap in your mm. heart because you're in a world that you were not created for. And that desire for needing God is actually a gift, not a hindrance to your independence, if that makes sense. No, literally Jesus and community. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like Jesus and the people around you. And Jericho, like kind of going back to what you were saying about like being in a hotel room and being like, Mm -hmm. God, where are you? Mm -hmm. You know? And I, it kind of just made me think of this. Like we all have that friend that is so low maintenance that you can just <laughs> yeah. be sitting in a car, yeah. Yeah. listening to music. You Those don't are the best. have the pressure to yeah. like to say talk anything yeah. about no. anything. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like that is the most freeing feeling ever. And I think if anything, like we experience that the most with our family. Like yes, so true. I can tell you, siblings especially. No. <laughs> siblings for real. Like oh. me and JJ, sometimes we have to go like this past semester like sometimes we would wake up early and like go do music at a sunday church or whatever mm. and it was super early we literally get in the car <laughs> don't say two words to each other the whole entire time and there's like such a beauty to it so like what makes us think that every single time words like in the presence of God, we need to be hearing something from him. Yeah. Mercy. Yeah. Like wow. what makes us think that we can't just sit with God? Yeah. Yes. And I think yes. like in my Christian ethics class last semester, like the teacher said something that literally just ministered to my heart. He mm-hmm. said, sometimes we may state God's silence as if he's not there, mm-hmm. but That's what if favorite. it's his empathy? Like, what if you're going through something and God is like, wow, that's I'm tough. I'm just going to sit with you. Yes. Like, Jesus wept. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What did he do when, like, Mary and Martha and their brother was dead? He wept for them. And I think a lot of the time, like, like it, yeah. God's walked where we have walked. Like, he understands what we're going through. Yeah. And I think sometimes he just wants to sit with us without the pressure of having a full-blown conversation. Yeah. God, what do you want me to do? hundred percent. I think in my own prayer journey too, of like, I, I like to think that I'm just this like carefree human, which I am. But at the same time, I have a lot of twinges of like type a older <laughs> sister, like <laughs> anti-failure. I can see that. Yeah. It's this weird combination, <laughs> right? Like I'm Loki, this wild, like adventurous human. And then I'm also this like person that fears failure and, mm wants to make the right decisions always and like I think you guys relate to Mm. that a little bit in that 
hearing you talk about saying, God, I just tell me what I'm supposed right, to do right, and I'll do right, it. Right. Yeah. You know, it's this, I just want to be hmm. in the right will of God. Hmm. And I think that comes from an earnest desire to follow God. But at the same time, I think it's rooted in a deep sense of fear and a distrust that God is big enough to keep you in his will and in his path. And Mm. I think a lot of my coming to God for just answers rather than a relationship was stemming from this fear of somehow failing and missing God's will and being outside of that and not realizing it. And I just, I remember recently God has been saying, Katie, do you trust that I'm big enough to take care of you and keep you in my will? Yeah. Even and if. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And when I finally let God be the one that was responsible for keeping me in his will and keeping me making good decisions. Wow. All of a sudden that was not for me to worry about. Yeah. I was here to just seek his face. And that's where the anti yes or no God comes in. Oh, for in sure. That, right. You know, he's in charge of that mm-hmm. now. Like mm-hmm. Jesus is the one carrying whether I'm in his will yeah. or not. <laughs> and now I just get to hang out with him no, and like be friends with him. That's so good. I read this quote. Um, it's actually from Ellen White. And I want to share it because it says, But when we give ourselves wholly to God and in our work follow his directions, he makes himself responsible for its accomplishment. He would not have us conjecture as to the success of our honest endeavors. Not once should we even think of failure. We are to cooperate with one who knows no failure. And it's just this idea wow. of like, he doesn't know failure. Like God, God is bigger than that. And when we make ourselves available, like he makes himself responsible. Right, right. And right. so that's like, that's off of our shoulders. Right, right. Like we are just called right. to sit in his presence. Right. And mm-hmm. the freeing feeling of that, of not having to worry about failure anymore is, oh, I can't even describe it. Like it took chains off of me that I didn't even know were Mm. binding my feet and yeah yeah, I'm just grateful and like what if like us thinking that God has some set plan for us is us limiting his creativity yeah you know right like because I think sometimes like what if he created yeah like I think sometimes I think of my life as like okay, God, like you, you know, the plans you have for me, you know what I mean? So what are those plans? Let me figure that out. Like you have this, but I think if anything, like the amazing thing about God is he gives us the freedom of choice and yet full freedom is found in him. Yes. And so, um, Sorry, I get so distracted. Guys, we're literally right now we are text we're writing things on oh, our phone. Oh wait. Because we're way over time right now, but it's okay but because we're not over time. We're not spirit over time. Is moving. Because the spirit is Oh moving. guys, I was so confused. Okay, sorry. Sorry, sorry, Maggie. Wait, no, you're fine. <laughs> anyway, don't worry about okay, it. Okay. I think I was like wait, what was I saying? I was saying that I think sometimes for me, like I've thought my I've like considered myself like this robot that god has like set out for me like Mm -hmm. this certain path that i have to take but it's my job to figure it out yeah but my mom tells me and it literally just goes along Mm -hmm. with what you're saying like god is way more worried about he's bigger than that no he's way more worried (laughs) about you doing the right thing than you are yes like he's way more concerned and i think if anything it's like like we don't even need to come to god god comes to us Yes. And what if the right thing is multiple things? Yes. Like we, we were sitting around the table earlier, <laughs> stressed little college girlies. Cause we don't know what we're doing with our lives this summer yet. And none of us mm. do. 
And <laughs> it's such a funny season of life to be in where like the decisions we make could send us all over the world and change what we end up doing. And we were just talking about how like, what are we going to do this summer? Are we going to go to summer camp? Are we going to get an internship or what are we going to do? And what if, what if God's will is, Hey, I'm going to use you wherever mm. you are this summer. I, the same thing stays the constant of, mm. I want a relationship with you and I want you to share my excitement and joy and love wow. with wow. the world. And I can do that anywhere. Wow. Like God is wow. not boxed in yes, by a location. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And so neither are you. Right. Like you may have three great options on the table because they are three great mm. options. Not that one of them is exactly right. And don't wow. get me wrong. Like there have been moments where God has specifically said, Katie, go to this location. Right. And it has been so God led. But there have also been moments in my life where God has said, yeah, like take your pick. I'm going to use you wherever you are. Like mm. I've blessed you with these opportunities. Yeah. And it, it goes from me seeking Jesus and saying, God, what am I going to do? Like, please tell me which one I'm supposed to pick to wow, God, thank you for all of the opportunities that you've given me that, to choose from this summer. Mm. Um, like, I'm so excited for this adventure. And he gets, like, he gives you the choice, like yeah. what you were talking about. Um, that just made me think of a verse. Yeah. Um, I think this was the verse of the day, like, two weeks ago. I could be wrong, though. But Second Peter uh, 1, 12 and 13. Therefore, I will always remind you about these things, even though you already know them and are standing firm in the truth you have been taught. Right? Mm. So we we hear about God all the time. We hear like things about prayer. Um, but just sometimes like a reminder is so powerful. And that's why I love talking with you guys and having mm. deep conversations because it reminds me day to day and weekly about the things that I already know, but, um, it just gives me peace of mind. Mm. And then the last yeah. part is, and it is only right that I should keep on reminding you as long as I live. Oh and, yes. And Peter wrote this, but like, sometimes I take it as like, this is what God is saying to me. Like, Jerrica, I will always remind you about these things, even mm. though you already know them and you're standing wow. in them. It is only right that wow. I keep on reminding you, Jerrica, as long wow. as I live. Or wow. God lives forever. But, you know, right. that kind of right. that concept. Yeah. And now it's not up to you to like, I got to remember all these Bible verses to make sure exactly. that I know. Jesus is going to take care yeah. of you. Yeah. And it's like, he's going to take care of you. Yeah. Like, that's the whole mess. Yeah. He like creates our what is it? God creates our plans and he guides our steps. Mm -hmm. Or like if I create a plan on my own volition, right, right. Wow. He guides our steps. Wow. Wow. No, literally right before this podcast, I was, I was actually a little bit down because I walked into my room and I mean, I've always tried to be really, um, intentional about seeking God's face before I represent him. Mm. Um, and, and I get, I'm I like blessed. That. Yeah. I'm blessed to be able to be, in a lot of circles where I get to represent God in leadership and whatnot. And I feel really blessed to be able to do that. Um, but like the thing I've sworn is Jesus, please don't ever let me misrepresent you. Mm. Um, mm. but I think that has almost led me into a place where sometimes I get into this mindset of only seeking Jesus for other people. And I think what I mean by that is that there are moments where, you know, I get into the habit of seeking his face only when I need I need to represent his face to others mm. rather than seeking his face just for him to love me for me. Mm. And mm. I was sitting in my room earlier today and I was just like, I had this thought of like, Oh God, my, cr the cry of my heart right now is, will you just love me for me? Like, will oh you just, gosh, will you just come and give me something that <laughs> I need for me rather than wow. what 
everyone else needs to hear. Because there's so many wow. moments where I come to God and I say, okay, Jesus, I'm about to lead worship tonight. Like, what, what do we need to hear? And today my cry was just, God, what do you, mm. what do you want to tell me, Katie? Just hear, like, naked and sinful mm. right. At, right. in your presence. And I started reading um, about the basically just Jesus as the shepherd. Mm. And I read this quote in Christ Object Lessons where it basically is just talking about, it just paints this vivid picture of Jesus seeking after the one that is lost. And mm. um, it when it's talking about him finding the sheep, he says, in his joy, in Jesus's joy, he takes the trembling creature upon his shoulders. It, if, his, if it is bruised and wounded, he gathers it in his arms pressing it close to his bosom that the warmth of his own heart mm. may give it life. And I just wow. thought, oh, like the tears just came because I was like, man, God, so many times I seek your face thinking that, you know, I need to hear a word from you or mm. I need to, Jesus, please teach me how to grow better. Or, <laughs> you know, it's all the type A, like do better kind of thing right, coming out. Right. And today I just felt Jesus say like, let my heart give you warmth and life and oh it just it makes me there's no words for it because we talk I like I think if we can if we could sum up the journeys of our lives in prayer and seeking God's answers to our lives it starts out with us saying God what are the answers Mm. and it ends with us just in his arms gaining life from his heart wow and I think that's following Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's as simple as that is, is, are you willing to let him love you? And for mm-hmm. me, like I needed that reminder today of yeah. so many times I seek your face for a word. <laughs> and today he just said, yeah, what if I just want to, what if I just want to hold you up to my heart and let it give you life? I <laughs> be still and no. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Cease striving. Oh, mercy. Cease yeah. striving. I, Katie, I literally just had chills and like tears in my eyes mm-hmm. because I pulled up this song because I was listening to it yesterday and I was like, man, I want to share this, but I don't really know like the connection of like how this is going to relate to what we're talking about right now. <laughs> Jesus, the cross reference. No, for real. <laughs> and, um, I'm just going to read the lyrics and then I'll say what I, my thoughts on it, but actually, okay, maybe I'll say my thoughts first. Yes. Literally. Yes. I think sometimes we live in a world where like we experience love based off the actions that we do, you know, Mm -hmm. like whether it's intentional or not, I think there is just raw love out there. I do. Yes. But I think a lot of the times it's like, we're all broken, right? We're all broken. We're trying our best. And the way we perceive it is like, Oh, you do something good. People love you. Oh, you're a good person. People love you. And so I think we transfer that to our relationship with God as well. And I even found myself recently being like, I have lived in complacency, is that the word, mm-hmm. of my sin, like thinking that my sin's okay because it's not as bad as other people and, oh, maybe I am a good person, so like it's okay. And, it's, and I don't even think I've realized the grace and mercy God has just for me. Just for you. Just yeah. for me. The whole, if it was only one sinner, he would have yes, still died. Yes, just for me. Yeah. And when I realize my sin, you know, 
and I realize the goodness of God, like it literally brings me to my knees and brings me to tears. And I was listening to this song yesterday because I was in my car by myself driving to Lola Beans. That's our <laughs> these favorite are the coffee shops. <laughs> and I have to share them with you guys because it literally has everything to do with what you're saying. It's by Maverick and it's called The One You Love. And it was actually the song that I was telling you guys about when like me and Jericho were on the train in Milan. Like mm-hmm. anyways, that I was listening. And these are the lyrics. It says... I can be real with you, say anything and not be afraid. You made me and you like what you made. You made me and you don't make mistakes. Mm. I can be real with you. And it says, you take me just as I am. You choose me all over again because I am the one you love. Wow. I don't have to prove anything. There's room at your table for me because I am the one that you love. And I think sometimes like we think we have to show up for God. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But God just wants you like, yeah, yeah, I think sometimes we attach all these things to who we are and our identity and like we get lost in the fact that like God just simply just made you. Yeah. And that's all you have to bring to him. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I I read this book that was called um, Dangerous Awe or maybe it's Dangerous Wonder, but it's just this idea of the power and the beauty of learning to just sit in awe of his love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I had the thought crossed my head of like, when did I lose wow. the wonder of the cross? Yes. You know, you, yes, hear, yes, yes, you yes. hear the hymns that are just, you've sang since you were a kid, but that genuine sense of speechless wonder and awe hmm. that someone like that hmm. would love someone like me. Right. And now... Like it gives me freedom to live a life that I don't have words for. Like I no longer care about the insecurities that, I mean, obviously there's days mercy where I wake up and it's a struggle, but the freedom to just exist in awe, like you come alive again, you come alive again and you don't live this numb monotonous life anymore. Right. It's this, and, and it's dangerous. Like it talks about how Jesus was dangerous to the status quo this when you are in awe of God's love and you become dangerous to the status quo that's a good thing because it doesn't make sense it's anti-earth it's beyond everything that we know in the best way possible yeah yeah it's so beautiful yeah it's wow. like it's simple you know I think we made it so, simple gospel that's no it's another literally good song. the simple yeah. gospel yeah no yeah I, I love that song <laughs> But it's like, I think we make it so big and like complicated in our head, but it's like mm-hmm. as simple as Jesus loving us and like mm-hmm. us being yeah, just like blown away. Oh, and it's like, I can hear the what's birds that song? Right what's that song? It's like, um, oh friend, do you love Jesus? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh yes, I love, are you sure? Blah, blah, blah. Yes. I don't remember the words unless I know the um, lyric. And why do you love Jesus? Here's why I love Jesus. Because, because he, he first loved, loved me. me. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's literally yeah. God within us. Like it's God's love and then his love within us that brings us back mm. to God, which is just crazy. Circle. Circle moment. No, Circle for real. Moment. Wow, friends. Well, if you've listened this far, we hope you were blessed. Yeah. Because we have been blessed. Like, wow. My heart. I already I know. feel the peace. I have back. so much to stew over. I know. Yes, I know. <laughs> the chills the chills, and the, like, the tears in my eyes. Oh, my gosh. So I know. Beautiful. Yeah. Since we ended last week's episode with an embarrassing story, (laughs) I thought I would end this one with uh, 
all of us yesterday, we went to take some pictures and <laughs> um, we tried to get into this open wheat field, but there were <laughs> massive thorns that we had to like cross oh, through yeah. before we got over there. Just vicious. Vicious. Like when I tell you all three of us were like, <laughs> like snagging our sweater. Yes. In our shoes. It was terrible. Up our pants. <laughs> Stuck in the woods. It was terrible. But it made me think like, wow, I cannot wait for the day where roses don't have thorns and mm. there are more, no more tears and wheat fields are alive and well. Yeah. Um, so. It's like one thing that brings me back sometimes into prior, like reprioritizing just everything in my life if I'm holding stress higher than God. Mm. Ooh, and so real. So real. Like there's this verse... And it's like the God who made the heavens and earth lives within you. Hmm. And like thinking yeah. about if have you if you've ever seen those TikTok videos or Instagram videos where they'll like start on Earth and they'll zoom out past yes. Earth, past yes. all the planets, yes. and you just you're just like, wow, this isn't is, like this isn't even like a wow. giant portion of what God can do and what God has done. And so like what you said you can't wait for a day where there's going to be no thorns. It's like, I can't even fathom what that's going to be like. It's such an oxymoron of yeah, like laying really under the stars and thinking, wow, he is so big. Like, look at the heavens and I don't yeah. even get to see half mm. of it. Yeah. But at the same time, the intimacy of knowing that big loves mm. this small and now this small feels that big. Yeah, if yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just such an oxymoron mm-hmm. that encompasses the great and the small in ways that you can't even describe. Yeah. 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 It's like so, just so powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, like nothing else matters. When you're in the presence, when you're sitting there, when you acknowledge just your, your understanding of what God is, it's mm-hmm. like status doesn't matter. Nope. You know, I guess career in a sense doesn't matter, like whatever you're struggling through. And it just brings you so much peace. There's true, true freedom in God and in God's love. And this is just, this has been such a good conversation because like, I think that's reminded me. Me too. Like I needed the reminder. Yes. When I'm feeling super insecure, when I'm feeling like I'm, you know, X, Y, Z, like just to sit just to revel in his presence in his beauty and to realize oh he's this is all i need Hmm. so that was such a good reminder i really i really like that thank you friends yes i was blessed thanks happy wednesday happy wednesday happy valentine's happy valentine's day Day. love for all of you yes (laughs) go eat some chocolate (laughs) i forgot to wear red it's okay Your blood is red, so. Oh, oh you're right. You're right. <laughs> On that note, okay. happy, happy Wednesday. Happy Hopefully Valentine's no one sees my blood. <laughs> Ew. Okay. End it. Quick. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. <laughs>